What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS, America's productivity partner. Each episode, we are going to explore some of the biggest threats and challenges in today's business world and the vast amount of solutions GBS offers to meet them. Well, we're back, and welcome back to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS. Today, we have Bethany Sanders and John Downs back with us again. And you may recall that they were part of our two previous episodes that we did on sustainability. And both are currently account executives here at GBS and based in our Detroit office. So John and Bethany, welcome back and thanks for being with us again today. Hi, Richard. Yeah, hi, Richard. Thanks for having us back. Absolutely. Thanks for coming back. We usually don't get people that that want to come back after they're here the first time. So we appreciate you guys coming back. <laughs> so, yeah. So on today's, <clears throat> today's show, we're going to conclude our discussion on sustainability. We're going to get into some of the types of sustainable products that GBS has to offer and some of the industries and, and businesses that can take advantage of them, kind of see where the discussion goes. So, all right, so let's jump into the questions. So the first thing I wanted to ask you guys is what would you say some of the main industries are that, that GBS is focusing on right now with respect to sustainable products and programs? Richard, I think what we're, we're finding is many of our customers are interested in exploring options in sustainability. We work a lot with manufacturers, and um, there's a lot of ways that we can help them. We also work with consumer goods companies that are manufacturing items for the public. We work with pet companies, nutraceuticals. We're even finding CBD and food and beverage. Okay. Um, Companies are interested, and in, in terms of consumers' goods, kind of the single-use products and finding alternates for that. Any company that wants to reduce waste is interested in innovation and kind of consuming responsibly seems to be interested, which covers a lot of ground. Yeah, that really that really does. Single-use products, I think that's a good way to, to think of it. That helps me to understand kind of what the, the target is here. That makes a lot of sense if you can reduce those those types of products, then you're really going to have a big impact. So that's that's great. That makes a lot you of know, sense. You know, a good point, a, a good thing that she pointed out on that, Richard, mm-hmm. is, you know, company, companies are investigating this because while they have sustainability statements and, and you can find all these on the uh, on their websites generally, it's all coming from, it's usually generated from their manufacturing side, right? So they're using solar panels uh, or recycling water for certain processes mm-hmm. so you know it's it's definitely new to a lot of these companies that you know hey we can we can buy uh, more sustainable boxes or we can buy more sustainable labels for our products and so it's it's definitely um a, a new area for for a lot of these companies even if they have a, a statement on their website that, that's good so how many what would you guys say or what would you think companies that are into sustainability and have programs in, in place, how many of them actually address that on their website or issue reports? Do you guys do you guys know how many actually are, are active in that area? It's it's grown substantially. So ninety uh, percent of the S and P in twenty twenty had some sort of sustainability report or statement wow. ava- available. That was that's up from only eleven percent in two thousand eleven. So that's a huge jump. That is in just nine years. 
90 percent that that's amazing so so basically yeah. if so if you're a company that's not doing this you're you're really in the minority you're really kind of on the outside looking in at this point right it's exciting I, I to so, see yeah there's, there's there's always time to catch up absolutely so. absolutely i'm sorry bethany what were you going to say well, I, it's just exciting to see, and I think to John's point, there's time to catch up. Mm-hmm. Part of this is companies and suppliers like us learning together to identify even the smallest changes that can be made or alternative materials that can help a company start to move down that road. No, I, I think that's a good point. You know, you're, you're right. This we're, we're kind of all learning these things together as we kind of kind of move through them. So, so yeah, if it's if if a company is out there that that kind of hasn't gone in this direction yet, as you both said, both you know stated, there's there's definitely time to do that. So, so that is that is definitely good news. But that ninety percent is really an, an, an encouraging number. So, appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and definitely a good point too is even the smallest chain can make a big difference you know a company may may come to us and just say we're we're looking at a more sustainable label for our product and they might not think that that's going to make that big of an impact but they may be surprised you know or just a change in their shipping uh, labels or a change in their packaging for their box just just one what may be considered a small change may have a greater impact than they than they think no that's a good point i have a friend who once said um excuse me Richard, mm-hmm. but crumbs make bread. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I right? like that. I like that. That's really good. And bread make crumbs, right? Yeah. It, I think that kind of works in reverse too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really good Bread point. Feeds the soul. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yep. So all those little things you do really do uh, add up. That's a really good. That's a really good point. So we talked a little bit about the the industries that utilize or can utilize uh, sustainable products. Are there certain areas? And I guess I would ask you guys, what areas within companies could most benefit from from using sustainable products? Well, you know. I guess so many areas can benefit from the material that a manufacturer is putting into their product to the raw materials that are going into that material to the line that it's being manufactured on to disposal, to energy, to logistics, to Mm. building materials. If they're building out, there's just so much that so many areas that it touches community safety. But in terms of where we can help, uh, we're at this point focused on packaging and distribution. And again, with the large manufacturing base that we work with, we can certainly help in that area. And we're also helping with sales and marketing. Gotcha. Great. Can you think of anything else, John? Yeah. No, I mean, manufacturing as a whole, right? I mean, um, right. you know, uh, we, we can definitely help in a lot of different areas. And like Bethany said, it's, it's pretty vast. Some people don't realize that while materials can make a difference for sustainability and, and their carbon footprint, so can the processes that are u- utilized to, to, to make those. You know, you might be able to find a logistics company that, that implements certain things on their trucks that, that you know, use less gasoline. Mm. You might be able to utilize mm-hmm. a label material that is, is already recycled, already sustainable, and and can be re-recycled and reused again um, for, to, to make more label material. Whether it's liner or face stock, 
I mean, there's there's so many different things that go into it that all along that manufacturing process, just minor changes can make a big difference at the end. Yeah, so that's so pretty much all up and down the supply chain and the and the sales chain. There's different areas where where this this would definitely apply. So I think that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So let, let's talk a little bit about the sustainable products that, that GBS offers. If you, if you both would, just kind of give us an idea of what types of products that we currently offer that companies can use that would, that would uh, you know, fall under sustainable, sustainability and, you know, kind of what we have to offer in that area. Sure, sure. The list is ever-growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're we're finding we're finding uh, new items uh, on a daily or weekly basis and new ways of, of producing items that are more sustainable. So nice. Right now, nice. Uh, we have we have a lot of, of proven <coughs> examples of, of uh, paper, copy paper that's that's recycled and more sustainable, craft paper mm-hmm. uh, utilized for for packaging, compostable uh, packaging products. You know, boxes, corrugated, much more sustainable labeling and labeling options and recyclable labels, instruction sheets and, and utilizing more recycled paper for instruction sheets, but also electronic instruction sheets, yeah. uh, EIFUs, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, a large array of sustainable prom- uh, promotional items All right. are available as well. I can think of a customer now that I'm working with, and sustainability is a big part of their brand and their identity. Mm-hmm. And on the sales and marketing side, they they really want to, if they're going to be promoting their brand, they want that promoted on a sustainable item with their brand name on it. And we have a lot of interesting and fun options for them that kind of meet that need for them. Yeah, that that's interesting. That that's something that I never would have thought of. I would have never thought of promotional products as being sustainable. Like that, that I just would have never put that together. I think that's really uh, that's an, a a great kind of example of where uh, you know an area where you can really have an impact that you may not even realize. You know, companies can have an impact if they were to go with a, a you know a choice like that. So I think that that's fantastic. That's great. So I, I guess I would ask you guys, do you have an example uh, of someone, a company or a customer that, that we've worked with in this area and kind of a, maybe a success story? Someone that's been, uh, you know, uh, had some success with sustainable, oh gosh, I knew I was going to do that, sustainable products. Do you have an, an example of that? Sure, Richard, we do. We, we work with a, a large OEM and have for, for a long time. Mm. And they reached out to us regarding their copy paper usage. And okay. uh, as, as you can imagine, you know, paper's not going away. You know, people are, people are going to make copies for a long time mm-hmm. and, and print out items on their printer. So their usage was pretty, pretty dramatic. So we were able to bring in, you know, work with our, our distributor in our mill and be able to bring in a, a, a paper that is uh, that utilizes 54% less wood usage mm. in it, okay. and it's 100% recyclable, and it you know it generates half the carbon footprint of a standard copy paper sheet. Just the the big difference in the in the wood usage is because they they generate a mechanical pulp 
to be utilized, be able to bleach it to make it look, you know, your your 92% bright or 92 bright. So it drastically helped the carbon footprint usage or carbon footprint based on that cotton paper usage. And the, and there, uh, the the pricing is is comparable. So I know their their sustainability numbers are big to them, and, mm-hmm. and they have some some large you know levels to hit over the next few years. But this definitely helped them you know uh, to get uh, help them get to that next level. So that's a great example, uh, John. And it, I mean, you, so you said fifty four percent less wood usage over how many thousands yeah. of sheets of paper throughout the company, and and. Uh, what an you know what an impact that has uh, you know in total uh, is is really amazing to think of. That's a great example. Yep. yep. And just just it, one. It is, and and that it's one hundred percent recyclable at the end too. So they can they can recycle it one one hundred percent of that paper can be recycled again. Yeah, that's 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 pretty awesome when you think about it. It really is, and and what a what a great alternative than. Uh, you know, again, you're 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 helping the environment. You're you're saving trees. You're and 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 ultimately, like you said, you can go back and reuse that again. So, that's a great example. Mm-hmm. And just just something as small as changing the type of paper that you put into your printer every day. Just that's a great example. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, how would you guys say? And John, I think that that example just kind of touched on my next question a little bit, but how do companies overall benefit from from using uh, sustainable products and programs? How do they benefit in their everyday business practices from doing that? I mean, what I guess what's in it for them, if you would? From my perspective and from what we've heard from the companies that we work with, I mean, there's obviously reducing their carbon footprint, and especially if they have initiatives against that, that feeds into what they're trying to accomplish, but generally they're going to reduce waste. Importantly, they're going to have a safer environment for their employees. And in some cases, depending on what they're doing and kind of what they're, what sustainable practices they're adopting, a safer community where their business is located. Right. In my mind, it helps increase awareness, just with not within their company, but within the kind of greater public. If a company is adopting sustainable packaging and they're talking about it, that helps the community. Right. In turn, that ends up really drawing customers to, to them that are interested in sustainability. It attracts employees that care about the environment. They're prepared for the future because clearly when you see 11.5% of the S&P and then it moves to 90%, Nine years later, you can see that it is. this is the future. Right, right. And I think in a lot of ways, it improves the company, the culture at the company. Because it's, you know, if you, if you care about the planet, that you obviously care about your employees and your customers. Right, absolutely. So those are kind of my thoughts, big picture thoughts. I think that's great. Yeah, and, it, and, and you, again, it, it kind of feeds into that whole idea of, feeling like you're you're making a difference you're you're being responsible kind of going back to our uh, our previous episodes where we thought we we talked with Jeff about being a thoughtful consumer and a thoughtful producer and just better ways of um, and more responsible ways of kind of operating in the marketplace and and this this all feeds into that and I I think you're right Bethany I think that that mentality sort of bleeds into the entire company and you know, it, it really would kind of set that tone that, you know, we care about our people, we care about the culture, we care about 
you know, what we're doing and how we're doing it. And I, and I think that really does send a great message. So I, I appreciate that. So a company... I'll, I'll jump in with one yeah, more, I, one more yeah, thing on that. Absolutely. You know, all of this generally adds to efficiency, these mm-hmm. companies, whether it's reducing waste or, to John's point, changing processes. So it's going to go to their bottom line as well. Well, and, on a, and also I'll, I want to interject, too, that, that there's been studies uh, recently is, is, what, um, is November um, of 2020 that, that U.S. consumers uh, are it's growing in their willingness to, to pay a little bit more for products that are more sustainable. Most of that in, is, is starting from the millennials and Generation Z, but it, it's, it's going to be a trickle effect. And yeah. I think you're going to see it right now. I, I believe the number's at 57, around 57 to 60% of, of all consumers are, are willing to pay more for, for more sustainable items over their counterparts. Wow. And, and that's just going gonna to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that'll make, you know, companies more willing to, to consider, you know, the small changes that can, that maybe will bring in more consumers of their goods. Now that's a that's a really interesting statistic, John. I, I I guess I wouldn't have thought initially that it would have been maybe that high. So I think the fact that it is, you could say you could almost say six out of every ten then are willing to pay more for sustainable products. That's 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 amazing. That really is, because usually people vote with their wallets. But it seems like on this one, they're they're not they're not necessarily doing that. You know, they're they're willing to pay a little more, and I think that says a lot. That's great. Thank you for right. sharing that. All right, so let's let's kind of talk. And I know the the first couple episodes we talked about, uh, we were kind of more focused on individuals and what they could do to be more involved and and kind of participate um, in these types of programs and recycling and sustainability. But from a company perspective, if if there is someone out there, say that's part of the the minority right now that hasn't done a lot in this area, what would you say uh, or how would you advise them to kind of go about getting the information and kind of getting involved and, and kind of taking those first steps? What would what would be a good way for those companies to kind of reach out and get started? Sure. I mean, GBS has always been focused on providing, you know, quality products, but now it's moving into sustainable options mm-hmm. uh, for our customers as well. And, you know, we'll that continues to expand, like I said, on a daily basis. Right. And and it expands our and our capabilities are expanding uh, daily as well. So, just being able to reach out to us, I believe you're going to have some links in the uh, below that that has some email addresses that they could reach out. Right. And and just uh, you know, ask. All you got to do is ask a couple questions, and we'll be happy to assist. I mean, like we said, there's a lot of different areas that we could we could touch on. And sometimes it's just the manufacturing process. There might be not, there might be no differences in the in the materials that we're we're utilizing, but in the processes that we're utilizing, maybe more sustainable, and have a lower carbon footprint, and, and be able to help. Yeah, I like that, John. So it it not necessarily the products, but it could be the products, and it could be the processes, or it could be both. And and I think that's that's exactly a, yeah, and that's that's a great point, and that. You know, we're able to to kind of come along businesses that are interested in that and and partner with them and consult with them and and kind of give them 
you know, uh, our, our best, uh, our best options and our best solutions that we have to offer in those areas. So I, I think that's great. And, and as John mentioned, um, there will be uh, links in the podcast description on how you can get a hold of John and Bethany directly. Um, you can also go to our website, gbscorp.com. You can contact us through the website. There's a contact button that appears on every page, so you can shoot us a quick email. Just let us know you're interested in learning more about sustainability, and we can get you in touch with John and Bethany and a number of our other product experts in that area that can, uh, you know, would be glad to talk to you and and kind of guide you through this process. So, yeah, I think that's great, guys. I appreciate it. That's all the questions I had today. Was there any 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 closing thoughts that that either of you had that you would want to share before we kind of wrap things up? Richard, I'm just glad that you put these together. I think it's helpful mm. and i appreciate it well thank you so important yes it's an important conversation glad we're having it, it. and that that's it in a nutshell it's a very important conversation and you know i think it's becoming less uncomfortable in in recent years for people to have mm-hmm. and, and and yeah i mean we love being consultants and being able to guide you through this process you know we pride ourselves on being able to uh, assist our current customers and future as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. And and again, we, you know, we wouldn't have a show if we didn't have experts like yourselves come on and and discuss this with us. So, you know, we we really appreciate you guys taking your time and sharing your expertise and and kind of, you know, getting this this knowledge and the, you know, out in the market uh, for people to to hear and, and listen to. And I know I've learned a ton going through these episodes with you guys. And what I'd like to do is maybe six months or a year from now come back and have another discussion with you and kind of see where these numbers are going you know because they're they're really I think they're really trending positively and would would love to kind of touch base with you again down the road and kind of see where they're at and then you know maybe on uh, see where we're at on on our sustainable products as well and maybe what new offerings and new solutions we might have at that time so but yeah we can talk about that down the road but I think that would be great and kind of keep the discussion going if you will. Sounds great. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. So that that concludes our, our series on sustainability. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've learned a lot. I know I have. John, Bethany, thank you again. And thanks again to Jeff Rio, who was part of our first two episodes in the series. Again, couldn't have done any of this without, without the three of you. So really appreciate it. And uh, until our next discussion, you guys take care. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, Richard. You too. This show has been a production of GBS. For more information on the topics discussed today or the solutions offered, contact us at marketing at gbscorp.com. That's marketing at gbscorp.com. Or you can call at 800-552-2427. And lastly, check us out on the web at www.gbscorp.com. That's www.gbscorp.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes.